I am Monica Joy, founder of Assistance in Mind, AIM, a networking space for assistance worldwide, from virtual, executive, administrative, and personal assistance across all industries, sharing experience and building a community for growth and opportunity. Get involved, stay relevant. Get the latest from our hundreds of resources, from blogs, articles, ebooks, our forum, and a trending podcast. Interact with the community and get involved. Thank you for tuning into this podcast and for keeping assistance in mind. Okay, everyone, welcome to the podcast. We are here with Simone Croft of She's Virtual.co, and I will let her go ahead and introduce herself and so we can get into it and learn a little bit about her. So, Simone, go ahead. Absolutely. What's up, y'all? I'm so excited to be here. Monica, thank you so much for having me. Excited to get into it. So, ooh, about me, I am Simone, founder of She's Virtual. I really got my grit. I started out as an executive assistant for five years in the beauty industry in one of the most beautiful but craziest spaces. We were a rapid growth company. We went from, um, we're in the lit bar, we're in Target and Walmart. We went from like 500 doors to over a thousand in full chain and other industries. So, it's been crazy and it was crazy, but that's where I got my strides, got my marks. And then from there, she's virtual really just came. People were like, hey, can you help me with this? Can you help me do that? And I'm like, I was like, okay, there's a market here. You know, like people are looking for it. So I started She's Virtual less than a year ago and it has been tremendously like blowing my mind. Wonderful. I'm glad to hear that. It's exciting to be able to take what you've been doing and turn it into something lucrative for yourself where you yeah. can work for yourself. So congratulations on that. Mm -hmm. And I know one of the questions, a fairly easy one, but mm -hmm. what's the best thing about your job being a virtual assistant? The people, I think when you do it right, when you have great people around you, because we'll get into this, I'm sure, but we're also allowed to say no if we don't feel that it's a good right. fit. So having the best like clients around you makes it, oh my gosh, it makes it so much easier. I always say that when your dream client walks through the door, sometimes you don't know it because sometimes first impressions, just like with anything, any interaction with people, the first impressions might not be the best impression, but then that person might be the most easiest person to work with who ends up being a dream client. Have right. you found your dream? It sounds like you might've found a couple of dream clients. <laughs> Ah, don't ask me that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Yeah. I have okay. a couple of different ones. Um, she's virtual. We work with quite a range of entrepreneurs. Yes, I have a favorite, but I love them all for different reasons. But yeah, I found my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very good. Very good. You said you started this less than a year. So that's good. So you're very fortunate to have found that. I know one of the things that we'll touch on this topic deeper, of course, but what's making like a virtual assistant valuable and in terms of having that power, being empowered to say yes or no to a client. So I think a lot of the things that new and up and coming virtual assistants, they still feel like they're in the interview process. How would you kind of give them some tips on vetting a client and empowering them to say, yes, I can say yes or no to this client? Like the ball's in my court, essentially the ball's in our court. So how, what advice would you give to them? I'll say that was one of the hardest lessons for me because I came from a corporate arena, like I said. So I'm in the serving industry. So what you have to realize is one, yes, you're still serving them. Yes, you're still um, helping them grow their business, but it's also that they're soliciting to you. So they are seeking you out for help. They think that you've got it together. You can help drive them forward. So remembering where your power lies, you know, like you hold the power, you are controlling the conversation. It's in my discovery call. Like I have like a roadmap to like, 
what's going to happen. It's, um, nice. if you have a call, I'll send over a recap. We'll let you know if we are in alignment and if we think that we have synergy because you're wasting your own time if you get wrapped up in, oh, I need these clients. Oh, I need these clients. I promise I went through that phase. It's not worth it. Yeah. I think that's the good thing about being on your own and doing your own thing yeah. is that you do have the power to choose and it sets a balance more and there's boundaries that are set. And I know a lot of virtual assistants are kind of... They're unsure about what that balance is and when to say yes, when to say no. And especially when you're starting out, what would you give advice to people starting out who feel like they have to say yes because they want their first client, but then they also need it because say they quit their job and they said, okay, I'm ready to do this full time. What advice would you give them for starting out, getting through that kind of quote unquote desperate phase? (laughs) Because I don't think you can be a VA without having like a desperation phase, especially if you step out. So like for me, Like I said, I started She's Virtual while I was at the lip bar still. However, when I quit, this is my first time saying this out loud. I had no plan. I did not have enough saved up. I didn't have like seven times the rent. I was not that girl. I was just like, well, you know, we're going to figure it out. I had so much faith in like what I believed, like I was, I had to do. I was like, I just have to do it. And so getting out of the desperation phase, I will say, okay, Monica, you tell me. I don't think that it's possible to not have it. So do we just say, get in there, identify it quickly and move on? I would say we have to be real with ourselves and we have to identify it definitely. Because Because if we don't, if we don't... What's going to happen is we're going to find ourselves saying yes to everything and then once or yes to everyone. And then once we get with that client, then we're starting to say yes to everything that they want us to do and which isn't necessarily the best case scenario. Exactly. And I remember what happened to me. I think what really woke me up was one, I did have a client that I had to separate from. Again, we're still the most wonderful of friends. There's nothing wrong. I was like, girl, you need too much and I can't give it to you. I don't have, you know, you need a real VA. You need a real executive assistant or someone who's, you know, only you. The longer you stay in your desperation phase, you're allowing less of what you really need to come in. So you're separating yourself. You're you're killing out what really could be like feeding you and making you catapult forward because you're stuck on what you think you quote unquote need. Yeah, you've put yourself in a box. You've basically limited yourself. I get that. So on the other side of the spectrum, here's a VA who is feeling like they just can't find that proper fit and they don't want to say yes. So they're saying no all the time. And then they're in a position where they can't say no, you know, financially, that's fine. But Mm -hmm. then their business isn't taking off. What are some red flags of Mm -hmm. maybe not the best client? And what are some good signs that maybe this is a good client? Yeah, red flags off the bat. If I tell you, I will have this to you by this day. And you're like, Oh, well, where is it? Oh, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Because you already don't respect boundaries, right? You already are like, well, hurry up. Or why are we, why are things taking so long? And again, sometimes that is a beautiful thing, but my personality works better with those who trust me. If you know that your clients trust you, that's a green flag all day long because I'm not proving myself to you, right? We're really just working. You trust me. You want to hear my insight. Um, So really somebody, we'll go green flags first. Somebody who trusts you, someone who you know, like if you're on the phone and it doesn't feel like a burden, that first call is huge to me. Like, 
are we laughing? You know what I mean? Like, do you take my little corny jokes? You know, right, like, yeah. <laughs> like how it. does it all really feel? Because that's a very big thing. You have to work with this person. So don't just, and I understand the money, of course, but, you know, look for green flags. I'm um, for sure when you're doing that. So for sure, the ones that I've mentioned, and then I would also say even just like, Look at their business, right? So you don't want someone who's, how do I say this nicely? If they're struggling and you can tell monetarily, that's going to be a red flag for you because they don't have money to do X, Y, Z. Eventually they're not going to have money to pay you if they're not on the forward track. I believe there is a baseline for what type of clients you should take as far as like revenue or like just what they have coming in. Like look at the projection of their business. Because again, you'll just become another bill that they just can't pay. So looking at financial stability without asking, right? But, you know, looking at financial stability, that can be a red or a green flag. I think those are all of the green. And then there's red, man, you know, I'm just going to say, you know, (laughs) you know, so don't knock that. Don't ignore what you feel. Don't let the money be louder than your actual interaction you know what you feel and and really just pay attention to that. Like I said, any like um, overbearingness or anything that's like controlling is a big red flag for me. Yeah, it's all about synergy for me, synergy and research. I love that. I love the synergy part because when you find someone who you click with right away and the energy is just there, the vibes are just there, that makes a whole difference. You can walk away feeling really good about it and really like, I think I want this client. And that's a good feeling. That's a very good feeling. And I know sometimes when you first start out being a virtual assistant, you're like, okay, I don't know if I want this client. I don't know if my intuitions, you know, where it needs to be. So is there a VA intuition? How about that? Do you think there's a VA intuition somewhere in built in us? Um, when we <laughs> figure out this is what we want to do. Is there some type of VA intuition in there? Oh, there is. So I am a faith-based girl. So I will say that mine is my discernment all day long. And some people refer to it as intuition. There's different ways to describe it. But right. yeah, like, you know, what, whatever you're feeling, that's it. <laughs> like, I want you to go with that because you feel it, you know, like for me, like, if I'm weird, leery about it, I'll pray like, hey, Lord, can you show me or help me understand that? That's just my way of going about it. But I think that everybody has that baseline, you know. Yeah, you just have to trust it. That's yeah. another thing. Yeah. It's not only trusting of the relationship between you and the client, but you also have to trust your own instincts. Yeah, it'll be questioned. You'll feel a little shaky. I have a client who challenges me in it. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? When I took it on, I already knew. But I was just like, like they say, you know, if that's the room you want to be in, go. You know what I mean? It's okay if you're not the one who's the most on top in that room. And I was flabbergasted when they wanted to work with me. But I was like, you know what? This is where I'm going. This is the room that I'm entering in. So like buckle up and whatever challenge it is, like get ready for it. Yeah, definitely. I love that because it really shows how we're more in the driver's seat. You know, when you're talking to client, it's not just they're interviewing you, but you're interviewing them as well. And you have to think of it as a two-way street. And I so I know that some clients, you know, they listen to the podcast and they're like, oh, this VA, this sounds good. I want to reach out to Monica. I don't want to. So I think you're going to be one of those VAs. Well, <laughs> you, know, you know where to find me. We'll give all the details. <laughs> yes, we'll give all the details. So just sit tight. Simone will let you know everything about her um, at the end. But we just want to definitely touch base as well as. Part of that empowerment is really understanding what makes a virtual assistant valuable. What are some yeah. of the characteristic traits that a VA should have? 
or should, you know, strive to have in the various industries that they serve? We'll go overarching because we serve a lot of different industries. But I think that just an overall VA, wherever you are, you've got to be organized. And we know that, but you've got to be organized. People forsake it. I can't wait to like write a book about how I was an executive assistant. It was not organized and how it was terrible. I, again, of course, learned my lesson, got it together quickly, but you got to be organized because they need you to do that. You got to be time conscious. So, you know, showing up on time, being available, you know, like and making sure that you within your hours, if you say you're available to them from 12 to 2, 12 to 2, you know what, no matter the cost, like you got to be available because time is everything for them. And then really communication. So communicate. That's something I learned. I'll say for sure. I knew it, but I, in the VA world, it's a little more, they want more and they need more. I came from executive, like I said, so I'm like, well, I mean, you would just talk, you know, like after a meeting, we're probably not going to send a meeting recap because we just had a meeting. Right. But with virtual assistants, they don't see you like they're not with you physically. So anytime you can over communicate and just continue to like let them know things, they love that and they really need it. And I understand now for sure communication, just the baseline, the things that you know um, that they need and really showing up for them in that area. Right. I get it. And communication is very important. And I know a lot of people worry about, you know, how do I communicate? Is picking up the phone the best option? Is sending email? And now there's text, there's WhatsApp, there's all these other things. So, you know, really figuring out what is best for your client in that role of communication is key. So, and it takes communication to do that. So initially you might communicate via email, but you find out that your client prefers a text message or a phone call. And there are some clients that just prefer the old fashioned way of pick up the phone and call me, talk to me, let me know what's going on. Then you can send me the email summary of what we talked about, but I need to be as close to you as possible. And that means I need to hear your voice. I think too, if I can add one more flexibility. So previous CEO was like, your superpower is your flexibility. Like I will never forget. We were like Essence Fest in 2019. I think we didn't have Wi-Fi in our area. We were vending in four different locations. We didn't have Wi-Fi. We obviously need Wi-Fi to have sales, right? So everyone's freaking out. Everyone's blowing up. I'm like, okay, finds a Verizon, goes to Verizon, buys iPads, gets service on them, brings them back. Like, here you go. And she was just like, are you like, okay? Like, (laughs) you know, like, and mind you, it's like the heat of everything. We started vending the next day. Verizon, I'm in New Orleans. If you've ever been during Essence, the streets are so packed. You can't move anywhere. So she's like, the fact that we went from no solution to like, oh yeah, cool. Down like, Granted, I was stressed out, but they didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that exactly. wasn't their concern. And, you know, I'm walking down the street like, Lord, you have to help me because these people, you know, going through a whole thing. But mm-hmm. it really shows you like you have to be able to move and pivot in any situation because it really helps them feel comfortable. Oh, this girl can do anything like right. literally throw me anything and I will figure it out. Yeah. You always look at these people who own their own business. They're really successful in so many different facets. And then one little thing can throw them off balance. And it's like the simplest thing. And it's just like, that's what you got me for. Like, I got your back in these situations. Like they deal with so much high level stuff that when the little things come through, they're like, yeah, it's a fire. It's a fire. I don't know what to do. But you have to remember like to them, it's so much less to us. We're like, yeah, what? Yeah, Of course, two seconds. But they're like, what about what I'm like, yo, it'll be done in five minutes, like just rest. So yeah, you're definitely being flexible is huge and being able just to take literally every ball that comes your way. 
Yeah. And I like how you touch base on your demeanor, staying cool and calm and collected Mm -hmm. because you can't let them see you sweat because when they see you in a panic, then that makes them, that triggers them to feel like, okay, do I need to be panicking a little bit more because now my VA is panicking? My cousin taught me years ago. He's like, you save face. Like you give them whatever they need. Um, And that's a big part about being a VA. We're very caring. We're usually very empathetic. Um, Mm -hmm. You can't be, you can't like, take care of someone else's life without having some type of empathy. So my cousin always taught me like, you can take on whatever you can say and not in like selling a falsehood, but you really just have to be able to like, yeah, we can handle that. Yep. We can do that. No problem. And then if you got to freak out when the camera goes off, that's on you. But you know, you, you do what you have to do, but we always save face because they need that. They Again, it goes back to them being able to trust you and really like feel like, oh, they've got it. So you have to save face all of the time. Yeah, I totally agree. It's like, at the end of the day, if you have to go scream in a pillow, scream in a pillow. Yeah. Yeah. Scream so you can Just let it out. Just totally let it out because there's ways that we got to alleviate our stress too. And that's a big thing. Like right now, mental health and getting in this right mind space yeah. and doing all these things, having that right mindset. What's your tip for relieving stress or kind of just getting into that quiet zone where you can just kind of decompress? Man, okay. So I'll say boundaries are huge because you won't be able to have time to like relieve your stress if you're always on. If they can always access you, you say you're done at five and they're like, oh, but I want to meet at seven. No, I have seven hours tomorrow. We can find time then. But I think really like boundaries are my first priority and didn't always have them. I am now a huge advocate. I'm still working on them, but I'm yeah. a huge advocate at least. <laughs> I'm you're at least definitely. a huge advocate. And so I really would say like you, once you find your boundaries and you establish them, stick to them. And then within them, little joys. So I laugh at myself. I'm like, okay, if I send this one email, I'm going to like go up for a walk and do whatever. So sometimes you have to be honest with yourself. Like sometimes it's only one email that I have before I need a little celebrate. Sometimes I really have to um, just be honest with myself. And again, why not be honest? You're not doing this for anyone else except for you have to get the work done. You have to do it. So be honest. If you need a dance party person, like I will put on something after like a stressful meeting or a stressful, like, you know, a couple hours of work and I just go for it. My little living room just becomes the greatest space and you just go for Perfect. it. Perfect, so, I love that. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I have so many videos, but really like being true to you and like knowing your boundaries, knowing yourself and then finding moments of joy and ways to celebrate small and large within that time frame. I love that. That's interesting that you say that because how you have to find ways. You have to be intentional with your time. And I think as a VA, especially when you're first starting out, you're like, okay, there's only so many hours in a day. You know, I'm going to go ahead and work with my clients these hours and through these hours. And then how do I find time to actually work on my business, the back end, the admin stuff? So in terms of those boundaries, how do we set boundaries within ourselves eternally? Yeah. So my favorite thing to say is that before I'm your VA, I'm my own VA because I have to take care of me. So the same way you time block for your clients, the same way that you put boundaries around them, put them on yourself. Because what I have blocked right now, I do, I don't know the exact time, but I put about 70% is on my clients. 10% is on my team, 10 to 20% is on my team, and the remainder is on the business. So I really have to focus just like you would for yourself. Again, I always say you can't pour from an empty cup. So 
take care of you, like really make sure that you're building the business because clients come and go, right? We'll talk about ways to protect yourself and your clients and all of that, but clients can come and go. The only thing that will be there at the end of the day is you and your business. So how do you, again, secure home first, secure your own seatbelt? You know, you got to put time into the business. So prioritize it. I have also like, I do the, we'll say 80, 20 split, but then I also block days. Like I have an office day where I'm not taking any meetings. I'm not talking to y'all. I'll work on some emails, but this day is for me to build She's Virtual because there's a vision and there's a dream there that I can't forsake completely to serve others, you know? I appreciate that. And you do seem like the type where you pretty much know what you want and know what you're doing. Really? I picked that up. No, it's the confidence that you're laying it on. And I love it. I love it. It's beautiful. It's very beautiful. (laughs) Like you said, it's all about what you portray, right? And if you have it inside of you, you have to portray it on the outside. You can't be afraid or intimidated not to show that inner confidence because... When you become a VA, when you take that step, that leap of faith, I'm a big believer in God, right? So when you take that leap of faith, you're just not only trusting yourself, but you're trusting in in the whole experience, what it can bring you, how it can manifest. And like you said, being your own VA is first and foremost. And I love that. I've never heard that before, but I love it. I love it. Where did that concept come from? Oh, because I was, I will give, 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 give. And then I'm like, oh, me. I went through being the empty cup. I went through, literally, I watched my friend like build her business that I had spent hours on. And I was like, but she's virtual, isn't even up and running. I just used my services and my business model to help someone when I'm not even that. It doesn't make sense. You know, like when you really go back through and look at it, like, And again, I'm all about servitude. I'm all about giving, but I have to be secure. My pastor says all the time, secure your own mask. You have to before I can do anything else for others. So I really had to learn the power of you can help them, but imagine like if you took care of yourself and then you helped them, you know, like imagine the superpower that you could be if you really took that time to invest in yourself because I am where it all comes from. You know, I have to invest in me, take care of me um, so that you all get the best version of me. I'm nothing to you if I'm not everything to myself. I like that because, you know, if you aren't the best version of yourself for yourself and you're not showing up for yourself, you're not going to be able to show up for anybody else. It's just like any relationship. If you don't take care of you, then Mm -hmm. what you give to others isn't going to be as fruitful. So thanks for touching base on that because that's very important. So if you're listening, you're hearing that. Take care of you. You have to be a priority for yourself. You have if to you show up for nothing yourself. else. Please take care of yourself. Remember, you are your own VA first. Yes. And I think that's a part where we say that's one of the traits that makes a virtual assistant valuable is being able to know how to show up for yourself and know what you yeah. want. Because if you know what your boundaries are, if you know what your goals are, if you know what your dreams and aspirations are, then you can help other people achieve theirs because you kind of develop a process as yeah. you're going through it yourself. So what was your aha moment when you figured out, okay, I think I have it together. I think, you know, we go through that phase where I think I'm, I have it together. But what was your real aha moment where you really felt like, okay, this is it. This is taking off. Man. Okay. There's a couple, but I'll say, I will never forget someone reached out to me and I think my call was at four o'clock 
And by four, and usually like, I'm like, okay, I'll send you over a recap. Give us two to three business days. Like there's time, right? I think our call ended, it was at four, ended at like 4.20, literally 4.36, I think it was, texting me like, hey, we would love to sign on. Like, please let us know what, I was like, oh, you don't want my recap? Like, you know, they were just like, no, like we are sold. You know what I mean? And when I tell you, I was like, oh, I have it. You know, like you doubt yourself for so long and you're like, maybe this works. And I've been in business for a while. I count my years before I actually started She's Virtual, you know, as some time in the game. But like, you're like people are so confident. That means you made an almost an impulse purchase. You went in Macy's and were like, yeah, great. Give me that. Without any, you know, you weren't like, oh, well, let me go to Nordstrom. Let me, you were like, no, Macy's in and out. I'm ready to go. You know, like you were like, oh yeah, I don't need to look anywhere else. Like this is what I'm looking for. And so when I found, I've never felt that like, oh, like I had to brace myself. I was like, oh my goodness. Like I have it. And granted, like it changes. I don't think that I'll have the same thing in two months. I'm sure it'll change. Right, yeah. I'll develop and grow again. But a client having that confidence in me, I was like, man, that was for sure one of my aha moments. That is beautiful. And I like how you were able to make that connection and connect it to your worth, like what you were able to offer in terms of your experience. Mm -hmm. And I like how you said that you include your experience before you actually maybe did the standalone business Mm -hmm. because that experience counts. And I know a lot of VAs, don't think that their previous experience counts, but you also got to understand a VA is asked to do and wear so many hats, you know? So you could be in customer service, you could be in project management, you could be in marketing, social media, you can be in so many different areas where you can add on your experience where you've had in other workplaces because that experience is valid. It is when I say before, some things I wish I would have done. And again, if I write a book, I'm going to add this in my book. Yes, I definitely. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we'll see. Don't put that on me yet. I don't know. <laughs> but when I do, you guys will be the first to know. But when I started, I was not prepared. I did not prepare. I did not really seek out, okay, Simone, what skills do you have? I knew, but I didn't take it outside of my current role or my previous role. So I was just like, okay, all I can do is like what I've done right here. This is all I know. I mean, I've been a youth leader at church for years, planned services that were over hundreds of people showed up and attended. So Yo, I have event management experience. I used to manage events. I've done weddings. Like I've worked on the social media team at church. I've helped develop marketing for smaller companies. Like you have to look into everything and really then you build your skill set and build your worth. So I knew like, okay, I'm not a marketing expert, but I can tell somebody yes or no. So we're going to offer this to an extent, you know what I mean? And then you, and we'll probably get into this or maybe a part two, but hire your weakness, right? So she's virtual, our next hire. And we're, I think we're closing in, cross our fingers that we're, we're solid on this young lady. I'm rooting for Um, you. (laughs) But when we bring her in, she's a marketing hire because I can give you the yes or no. I can help okay or no the strategy, but bringing her on is a power move, right? Because that's a skill set that I have. I'm doing some work on my own, but then bring that in higher and allow that to help you like move your business forward. So really just like dig deep. 
dig deep and don't go back to like when you were seven and you were a babysitter like no that doesn't count right yeah (laughs) but things that actually had results that yielded actual result in you like working hard and like I bet that counts all that yeah that's good that you touch base on digging deep because we have to dig deep there are so many clients out there who need so many different things and we don't know exactly. So they might need someone who's marketing, but you know, their definition of what marketing is might not necessarily be what the industry standard is. (laughs) So it's about that communication. It's about, you know, learning more and digging deep into your own skill set and figuring out what does this client really need and listening to them and really having those discovery calls. And I loved how you said the power move. The power move is essential. We all have to make these power moves sometimes. And sometimes they pay off. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. (laughs) If you don't make them, you don't know what could have been. And you don't want to live in that woulda, shoulda, coulda, right? Yeah. You don't want to live in that. From here, I need everyone who's listening. From here, we need to say, I I live. Will not live. In the woulda, shoulda, coulda. In the woulda, shoulda, coulda. Did you guys hear that? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm telling you, it's there is so much opportunity. And again, even if it doesn't work, you know what to never do again, right? So if it completely fails, okay, then now I know. I know my next move is not that. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I know for a fact my next move is not what I just did. But you have to do it. Every opportunity, take it and don't delay go like be prepared be ready but when you have the opportunity take it prepare walk in confidently head held high and just go for it you'll never know what will happen yeah i agree and one thing about those power moves it's a two-faced coin right or two-sided coin so it's basically a client can make a power move and saying hey i'm going to do this i'm going to hire this va i'm going to take this on yada 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 and a va can make the same type of move but what happens if it fails like what happens if that relationship just doesn't work out and it's like it leaves something in the client where okay maybe va isn't for me or with the va maybe just being virtual isn't for me so what would advice would you do when sometimes those power moves on both sides of the spectrum just don't work out and they fail yeah. So I will give you my own experience. I had um, a client that I had to, we had to part ways and it was a very short period of time. She was one of my girls and we really just found, I was like, you need more than what I can give you. I kind of highlighted on it earlier, but I was like, you need way more than what I can give you. But I was afraid to say that. And I, I will be honest, I kind I was in my desperation phase mm-hmm. um, and I was just like, oh, I can do it. Oh, I can do it. Oh, I can do it. No problem. But that wasn't real. That didn't align with what I really needed. So I got really sick. Well, totally crazy thing, but I got really sick and I just, I didn't have time. And I was like, Hey, I think it's best that we move forward um, with finding someone else for you. So the best way, even if it fails, help them. The biggest fear for any entrepreneur who like trusts you with their business is the fact that it may come to an end one day or before they expect it to, right? Because they've given you so much and they've helped you and they've handed you this and handed you that. So what you have to do and what I'm big on, as much as you put into that onboard, put into that offboarding process. Like ask them, hey, like what happened? Like I like to like close out my contract and then be like, okay, so what really was going on? Because you know, sometimes people are nicer because they're like, no, bump all of that. Because one, I need it to grow. And two, I want to give you tools to make sure you're not here again, right? 
asking the hard questions. How could we have done better? How can we help you get out of this? So always have someone to offer as another VA, have someone to offer for their next steps. For my client, for instance, she didn't need another VA. She needed someone who could like dedicate their nine to five time. I just couldn't at that time. So really being okay with the fact that things will fail. Just so we're very, very clear things will fail. So just making sure that one, you're okay with it. Two, you know, to never go back there. And three, like that offboarding has to be strong. Again, if anyone schedules a call, we can walk through all of it. I have no problem sharing how in-depth our offboard is because it's just really important. It is important because like you said, that feedback is quintessential to really understand what you've done right and what you've done wrong. Mm -hmm. And they could give another perception of what you were doing at the time. And then maybe your reasoning was like, oh, well, I was thinking of it this way. But, you know, now that you mentioned this feedback and feedback could be valuable and we have to accept it. We can't let it be a blow to our confidence because I know sometimes clients are hesitant to kind of give criticism because they don't want to blow, deal that blow to your confidence. What advice do you give to a VA who gets that criticism and they kind of feel like, well, should I just give up on this client? Because they're constantly, not constantly, but they think they're doing a good job, but then the perception of the client, you know, maybe not so much, but if the client's willing to talk to you, you know, have that conversation, what advice do you give to a VA in that situation? They're right. Perception is reality. That's the way I think about it. I really pride myself off of that in my personal and in a business. Even if I remember one lady was like, yeah, I felt like, um, what did she say? I think it was like that I we had to end a call quickly, but it was because in my mind, I have a seven o'clock call, right? And I let her know that ahead of time. Like, hey, you know, if we ever get, you know, to the 55 arena, I got to go, you know, because we have another call. But no matter what, like, so technically she's right, right? She's like, yeah, I felt a little, you know, a little rushed. And I'm like, well, no, that wasn't my intention. But I also told you this, right? Mm-hmm. But no matter what, my clients should never feel rushed. You know what I mean? Right. My clients should never feel like they're not the priority. So even the stuff you don't want to hear, take it, receive it. They're right because it's what they felt. Now, if it's hard, like fact or false, okay, we can, you know, okay, maybe they weren't. Right. But right. Yeah. <laughs> they're not, listen, we'll talk about that one day too, but they are, yeah, either way. There are things that you are not going to want to hear, but you only move forward with that type of feedback. Because again, what? You never do it again because you know now. So I think really like taking ownership is huge when you're talking to the client. Take ownership. Again, don't say perception is reality, but that should be your mindset. You know, like, man, I apologize. You felt that. You'll never feel it again. And obviously when you were speaking to feeling like, you know, maybe I don't know how to get in good or to get back in their good graces, make an actionable plan to move forward. So not just, okay, we'll do better. But what does that look like? If you need to, you know, have the call with them and then say, okay, well, we'll send back a report to you. Do that. Because then from there, what you're doing is you are taking it in. You're feeling it. You're feeling all the oohs and the ahs and what hurt. And then you take it and map it out. Okay, this is how we were performing. This is how we're going to perform. And we're going to check in in three weeks to see how you feel. Or we're going to check in in this, you know, keep be intentional about the change in the transformation moving forward. 
I love it. It's all about what our intentions are. And if we are intentional with our time, if we're intentional with our actions, then things seem to work out a little bit better instead of us just like winging it. Like, okay, I got this client. I'm doing this. I'm kind of winging it and all that. But if we're more intentional, I think things work out for the best because you're planning, you're putting that extra steps into action and you're moving forward in a way that you create a game plan. You're not just, okay, well, throwing something into a dark space and like, oh, hopefully it lands. Hopefully it lands where it needs to be, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let's not do that. Let's forsake all like unintentional thinking and strategy. Like let's take pride in what we do and really show up correctly because it's what they need you for. So let's get into She's Virtual. Now I'm really interested figure out, so what niches do you serve when you first started, yeah. how did you figure out what niches you're going to serve or did it just kind of fall into place? I will be honest. We don't have a niche. We have a target audience and we have ideal client. But Perfect. the way that I want to structure it, the way that we are structuring it, is that we will eventually have like four to five markets that we specialize in. But what I learned from being an EA, like I said, for one of the most rapid growth beauty like brands and all of the change and all of the areas that I touched and so many things happen. I'm like, this is a thing. This is normal for you to be able to hit multiple industries. So I don't have a niche. I don't want a niche. I want to have specialization. So that is what we'll have eventually. But right now we really cater to the entrepreneur, the promising entrepreneur who's looking to establish grow or organize their business. I love that. And that's that goes to say that for everyone out there, even clients who feel like, well, I don't know what niche I'm in because I'm just starting my business based off my passion. Well, you have these A's that don't necessarily target a niche, but they target an an individual, a business owner like you. So I love that aspect. I love that aspect. And I know some of the things that we can expect from She's Virtual is some organization, some flexibility, some dependability. I love that. I love it. I love it. It's like you're ticking all the boxes. Well, we try. (laughs) And for you to be less than a year, that is such an accomplishment. How do you feel? I mean, that's amazing. I am mind blown. That's the best way to say it. Like, and it almost like brings me to tears every once in a while because I can't believe that this idea that's been in my head for so long that I thought was going to be so small. And I was like, oh, I'll just help a few people. And then now I have million dollar brands who are like, yeah, come on. Like, can we hurry up and get moving? You know, it is a blessing. And like, I owe it all to God. I'm so grateful just for like the strategy, the download, the being trusted with, you know, these beautiful people and these beautiful brands and really being able just to help bring them to life and further them. It's insane. And then starting the brand was one thing, but then to take the leap of faith to completely leave my nine to five, like I can't explain it. The fact that we hit five figures before a year is, it doesn't make sense. I don't get it. I don't understand. But I am just riding the wave. I am here for it. I'm staying grateful. I'm grateful. And I plan to move with so much intentionality and so much just grace, you know, and making sure that I'm taking care of what I've been trusted with. Okay. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. And it's exciting because a lot of VAs think that in a year, that's going to be the rough stages. But that's not always the case. Like it's, it's not. so diverse. It's mm-hmm. so diverse. You've experienced success early on. And I would say, even for me, when I first started, I was doing it part-time. Like back in 2013, I had started part-time. 
probably even before then, maybe even 2007, I had started doing a little bit part-time and just helping individuals. And back then I would find most of my clients like on Craigslist or something. It was so different from now, from now. But um, it was so funny because, you know, I really questioned myself and it wasn't a thing back then, but then now it's a thing. So I'm just so proud of you, especially, you know, having the faith that you have, not only in yourself, your business, your dreaming God. It's just so marvelous because you don't really see this confidence right off the bat. And I love it. And you just exude this confidence and it's, and it's just beautiful to hear. It's just great. Thank you. One of the things I want potential clients, potential VAs, potential business owners, anyone who's listening, who's interested, what are some things going on at She's Virtual? Where can we find you online? What are some of those pressing topics we need to hear about from you? Just tell us, lay it on us. Absolutely. (laughs) So we're growing right now. We're in a huge growth phase. I think I kind of got into it, but She's Virtual is not me. It's bigger than me. This agency will staff and is staffing beautiful women who really go through this intense, 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 intense training to understand. I really try to duplicate the beautiful tools that I've learned. And I really download that into them. And again, this beautiful agency will employ people. It will bring in financial wealth to people. It will really serve the client side, but also serve our employees. So we are in a huge growth phase. We're really making sure um, that we're staffed up and that we can take on the clientele that is coming in that we're so grateful for. You can find us and find everything that's happening. Social media on Instagram. She's virtual is our Instagram handle. I think there's an underscore at the end. I don't know. Maybe if you type in she's virtual, you'll find us. You'll get it right in the blog. Then we'll just see it in the blog. Okay. Sure I'll send it over. <laughs> so it's whatever's in the blog, but there's either an underscore or there isn't for Instagram. And then we are also on um, LinkedIn. You can follow our LinkedIn page just to get the most up to date on what we're doing, how things are moving in the company. And then we also, well, we're on TikTok, but we're, we're building our TikTok. So give us grace there. But we're on TikTok as well. Just really having fun and entering into that space and really just giving relatable content for BA. So that's where you'll find us. And then obviously on the site, I just got a new site and I'm so excited. Shout Yay. out to Brand Fresh Monday. <laughs> no, I cannot wait to show you. It's so great. It's so user-friendly. From there, you'll really be able to get more of the teaching content that I'm getting into where I'm starting to help out VAs and really just help you all get to this phase that I'm in um, from my years of experience. So I'm definitely stay tuned. Go there for sure. Subscribe to our email list. If you go to the bottom, we're actually doing an offer. If you go to the bottom, you'll see a subscribe um, for the entrepreneur or for the client. You'll get 10% off if you go ahead and fill that form out at the bottom of the site there. And then for VAs who are looking just to learn from, from me to understand what's going on, we are doing an offer where if you go to the form, it says get started on the page, fill out that form. And in the, how did you hear about us? Enter the podcast name. And then that will enter you in for a free hour with me to answer any questions that you have. So I'll have stuff prepared to share with you, but then you also will be able to just pick my brain for an hour and get anything that you need. So go to the website, hit get started, fill out that form, and then you'll get looped into everything that we're doing at She's Me. Awesome. So just to be clear, you don't have to just be a new VA or anything. If you want to pick Simone's brain, if you've been in the industry, maybe you're in a slump, maybe you just need some inspiration, contact Simone, because as you can tell from this podcast, she has an array of skill sets 
And her confidence is, is something that we can all hone in on and pick up from. So again, that confidence is key and that's communicated. It's communicated through the podcast. It's communicated through the video. It's communicated yeah. through even your website. It's all being communicated. So that pick your brain session is going to be for any VA who really thinks they can use some help, yes. some leveraging what their experiences are and, you know, getting some, getting some advice from, yeah. from a pro. I would Listen. say from a pro. <laughs> oh, Did I get there already? Like, is that what we're calling? Me? Hey, if you're where you're at right now in less than a year, oh, and you have you. that EA background as well, you're a pro in the game. You definitely Why, thank you. Yes. <laughs> and then listen, for the VA, we're here to teach. We're here to get you all to the next level. We're here to help. So please, again, reach out. My go-to is if it's going to be more than half hour, go ahead and book the small business consultation. It's a very small fee. Again, we just, I believe in paying people for their time. So we do that, but it's very small fee. You literally get an hour, whatever you need. I send you a recap. We talk through whatever you want to talk through. And then for the entrepreneur or the client, we would love to serve you. Come join the family. We are definitely taking on clients right now. We'd be super excited to bring you on. We offer everything from um, small business consulting, project management, virtual assistance, and um, social media planning and management. So those are the four areas. If it falls in there, we are experts there and we would absolutely love to help you. So head over to the site. You can find everything you need. Hit that get started button. Everything's there. Perfect. Well, thank you, Simone, for being on the podcast. I appreciate it so much. It was such a fun experience. So everyone, you know where to find Simone, read the blog, get all her socials. We're tagging her in all our posts when we promote the blog and the podcast. So find She's Virtual online, look her up. You'll definitely learn some valuable tips and tricks. Mm -hmm. But before we sign off, Simone, any last minute advice, any last piece of information you want the audience, a client, a potential client, potential VA who's like, okay, I was on the fence, but after this podcast, Simone mm -hmm. has got me convinced and they want to hit that sign up form and fill it out and don't hesitate to do the hour consultation because it's definitely yeah. worth it yeah. it's definitely worth it i would recommend it because 30 minutes is great but an hour i think is awesome oh yes <laughs> <laughs> oh man for the va do it you have everything that you need to accomplish what is before you so go for it. There is nothing stopping you. And then again, after you do it, if it fails, that's beautiful. You know what to never do again. So if it fails, pivot and keep going, but you got to do it. The world needs you to do it. We need you to show up. We need you to be a VA. We need your help. For the entrepreneur, listen, y'all, I love entrepreneurs. Sorry. I, it's a whole thing, but <laughs> for the entrepreneur, man, keep going. There is no idea that's too small. That can't be fleshed out. There's no capacity in which you cannot show up. There's no area to which your business cannot go. So really do it. Like, again, it's really the same thing. Do it. Focus in for the entrepreneur and really just like believe in it so much that nobody can tell you that it can't be a thing. We can pivot, we can change it, but be so confident in what you're selling, what you're moving forward, what new area of business you want to get into. Be so confident in that, that no one can tell you no. Like, you know that it's going to work. It's just a matter of how we get there. Exactly. I think I'll sign on that for sure. Because that's Wonderful. one. It's signed by Monica. <laughs> signed, sealed, and delivered. Okay, folks, you heard it first. So until next time, 
time. This has been the AIM podcast. Thank you for joining us and stay tuned for more. The blog is coming soon. Thank you.